So part of what we're trying to do with Shaping BC's environmental future in this series is to show you all of the different ways that scientists and researchers and innovators are, are trying to tackle uh, the, the circumstances that we find ourselves in, this urgent need to remove CO2 from the atmosphere in order to improve the situation. And when I say there's a lot of innovative work being done, that is no exaggeration. I want you to meet our next guest who is doing something incredibly innovative. It's Dr. Kate Moran, who's President and CEO of Ocean Networks at Canada. Dr. Moran, thank you for being with us. Oh, happy to. Thank you for inviting me. Well, I'd love to hear about some of these projects you're working on. For one, what is the Solid Carbon Project? Oh, Solid Carbon is it's very exciting. Um, it, it actually provides us hope. It's a, it's a group of many scientists and technologists and engineers that I've been leading now for several years. And we've just completed, we're just at the, the, the far end of a feasibility study. And the project really is, the goal is to combine ocean technology um, offshore with direct air capture of CO2, take that CO2, pump it through the water column, and then inject it into the subsea floor into a rock type called basalt. And the reason we want to do that is because of the fact that we know from researchers and uh, actually now in industrialists in Iceland that when you, when you inject CO2 into basalt, this type of rock, it turns into rock itself in a short amount of time in, in Iceland in two years. But the really important aspect of it is that most of the basalt is in the ocean, over 90%. And we have some of the best basalt off our coast. And so we're really interested in advancing this new technology to really pull CO2 out of the atmosphere and keep the planet habitable for humans and rich biodiversity. And are you talking about turning it into rock? Yes, absolutely. It becomes the most durable solution uh, for other kinds of sequestration. That's when when uh, you take CO2 and pump it into underground geological formations, most of those formations, the CO2 remains gas. So it has the potential to leak in the long term. In our solution that we've been, we've been studying for the past several years, it would become the most durable solution for CO2 by turning it into rock because it, it reacts with the, with the basalt itself. Okay, so how far away from you are prog- on progressing on this? We're following the model that they did in Iceland, where once the Icelandic technologists demonstrated that it worked, they pumped the CO2 into basalt, they showcased the fact that it, it, it turned into rock in a short amount of time, that then led to great investment. And now there's a company that's actually moving forward with this project in Iceland called CarbFix. They're quite successful, but it's really important that we take that technology to the offshore because that's where most of the basalt is. And so our next step is to, we're seeking funding to actually do a demonstration off our coast. And we think once we do that and demonstrate the efficacy uh, of this solution, that we'll be seeing investment into moving this into essentially a new industry. And so that's one of the reasons that we want to uh, conduct this demonstration to attract that um, that uh, investment to move forward in this way. Right. That's so interesting. Gonna, but you're, that's not the only thing you're doing either, right? Like you're also doing a kind of an ocean-based carbon dioxide removal. What is that all about? Yes. Okay. So for, for those who, who don't know, um, most of the CO2 that has been pumped into the atmosphere has been absorbed by the ocean. Most of the carbon on the planet actually resides in the ocean. And that's because there's these natural processes in the ocean that take CO2 out of the atmosphere. There's actually six different types of technologies. Uh, I had the honor of being part of a U.S. National Academy study that actually 
um, we looked at all the type of research needed to advance these solutions. There are early stages of research, but what we are doing at Ocean Networks Canada, because we operate real-time observation systems, we can actually take these concepts and move them from the laboratory or models and test them in the ocean, in, in a real ocean environment. And we just started doing that with a company called Running Tide. We installed an experiment um, fairly deep, about a little over a kilometer in the water. And that experiment is assessing the efficacy of actually moving biomass, both marine and terrestrial biomass, that's carbon rich, and place it in deep in the ocean. So that experiment is underway right now. And we're working on one with another company to look at the efficacy of what's called enhanced ocean alkalinity. You know, so these are nat- natural processes that we want to enhance. And we want to see, first of all, if they, if they have any negative impacts before a decision made is made to move them forward. That is fascinating. I can't wait to have you back to find out what it is that you find out with your experiments. Dr. Moran, thank you for your time. Oh, happy happy, call anytime. We will do that. That is Dr. Kate Moran, President and CEO of Ocean Networks Canada.